verse 10. Apostle Paul wrote, writing to the church at Colosseum, says that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto a double L all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. And that's in reference of living your life pleasing to God. All pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. From that text tonight, I want to speak to you the next few moments on a subject titled, Three Things We Must Be. Notice I got the word be there. Circle around there. Three things we must be to please the Lord. God's grace, that's what we're going to speak on. Bow your heads in prayer. Father, as we come tonight, we thank you, God, for this service. Thank you, God, for the worship, God, in each and every one that is here. We pray, God, for those that are not here in the sickness and the, and the things that are going around. Move by your spirit right now. Speak to us through your word this evening. And we'll give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Um, I cannot, for the life of me, understand how anybody who's been saved by the power and the grace of God, who don't have a desire to live their life pleasing unto God, we all ought to have a great desire in our heart that our life, our whole life, from sun up to sun down, 24-7, 365 days in a year, is lived pleasing unto God. Now, we know this does not happen 24-7, 365 days a year. Uh, we all get into areas that uh, whereas it, uh, we don't please God 100% of the time. But it still should be our desire. Not because we, we are afraid of Him, that we're afraid He's going to um, uh, yank our name out of the book of life and uh, not make it to heaven, but just because He has been so good to us. We should want to live pleasing unto Him. Hallelujah. Not pleasing unto this one or that one, or, uh, uh, but, but pleasing unto God. That's what we should do, live our life to be pleasing unto God. And as I was thinking on this area and contemplating this area, there were three things in the Scripture that really kind of stuck out at uh, at me, that we needed to be if we was going to live pleasing to God. Now, we could take this and go a, a hundred different ways with it, but I want to simplify it tonight, and I don't want to keep you here to midnight. One reason I don't want to keep you here to midnight, I've got to get up kind of early myself in the morning. But but there are there are three things that if we can if we can get 
a handle on these three, if we can become these three, if we can be these three things, then we can be well on our way to living every day pleasing unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. Walking worthy unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me be pleasing to you. Amen. I want to be pleasing unto God. The first thing we've got to be, if we're going to be pleasing to God, folks, is we've got to be steadfast. Hallelujah. We've got to be steadfast, sure-footed, settled, grounded. These are all synonymous terms. There's no way that you can live pleasing to God if you're not steadfast. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58, he says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Steadfast, unmovable. Hallelujah. Now, some people might think that's an impossibility, but the Bible said there's nothing impossible with him. Hallelujah. If the enemy knows there are things he can throw your way that will shake you and move you off course, amen, and unsteady you, he's going to pour it on. He's going to pour it on. But if we want to be pleasing to God, we have got to be unmovable. Hallelujah. No matter what the storm comes, no matter what comes our way, no matter how the enemy attacks us and comes against us, amen, we have got to stand our ground. We've got to be unmovable. Hallelujah. We, we just... We just can't be vacillating. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. Saying, I'm going to stand firm on this today. But then next thing you look backed off a little bit. Hallelujah. We have got to be steadfast. Amen. Not, uh, not able to be moved around with every wind and doctrine. Can somebody say amen? I think about the Apostle Paul. As he was talking there one time. The book of Acts. And he was, he was headed to Jerusalem, and you've got to read a, a, a lot of the story to get an understanding of what all was going on. But Paul was determined to get to Jerusalem. And he was being prophesied to, and different ones telling him, and a lot of people coming and telling him this thing and that thing that's going to happen to him, and uh, he's going to be bound, and this is going to take place, and that's going to take place. But I want you to notice what Paul's reply was in Acts chapter 20 and verse 24. Notice what he said as he's talking about all of this stuff and all these wickedness and shit. And he made it down to the same issue. He said that none of us should be overlooked. None of these 
that takes us a long way to live pleasing to God. Amen. We've got to be steadfast. But it takes a little bit more. Not only that we we got to be steadfast, we've got to be patient. That hits some of us a little bit closer to home. He said, be steadfast. Secondly, be patient. James chapter 5 and verse 7. Be patient. That's that be. Remember, that's what I'm preaching on. Three things we must be to live a life pleasing to God. Be patient, therefore, brethren. What does it tell you when it says, be patient, therefore, brethren? Let you know he's not talking to, to the world. He's not talking to non-saved people. He's talking to Christian people because he refers to them as brethren. Come on. Hallelujah. He's talking to church folks. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. It's just not good enough for you to be patient yesterday and the day before and being patient today. You've got you to gotta be patient from now on until Jesus Christ comes again. What's the rest of it? He says, be, ye, uh, be patient, therefore, brethren, to the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman which waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth hath long patience for it until he receive the early and the latter rain. When it comes to demonstrating patience in our life, it's a different story. That's a little bit harder for us to do sometimes. It's a little bit harder for us to do. Patience involves waiting. Sister Darlene was really having a hard time. Lord of mercy, I didn't think that labor was ever going to stop. Hallelujah. Hour after hour. My Lord. Hallelujah. I don't remember how long it was, and I... I, I was in and out because I, 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 could, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't stand to be in there with her very much at a time. Seeing the way she, uh, she, she was, hallelujah, amen. And, uh, and it's definitely different back then than what it is today. Hallelujah, amen. Glory to God. A whole lot different. Man, that waiting, and finally I walked back in there, and she, she looked at me, 
And uh, she said, Sammy, you're going to have to pray because I'm not going to be able to take very much more of this. I want to tell you something. I began to call on God, and I said, Lord, we've been patient. We've been waiting. I said, but God, now's the time for you to intervene. Hallelujah. Even though Kessie don't want to come in this world, you're going to bring her in here one way or the other. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Patience. Waiting. Amen. It's difficult. It's hard. Depending on what you're waiting for, what you're trying to have patience for. But listen, folks. We talk about the gifts of the Spirit. We talk about the fruits of the Spirit. One of those fruits is patience. We have got to learn
of God. We talked about be steadfast and be patient. The third thing we've got to be is faithful. Faithful. Hosea chapter, tw- uh, chapter 2, verse 20. You know the story about Hosea, what God told him, and he went out. He married, uh, married a wife, as God said, came out from a group of people who were prostitutes. And uh, she became unfaithful to him. She left him. Uh, And she got herself out there in the point of where a lot of women who live on the streets today uh, get controlled uh, by pimps and and all these kind of things. And uh, she got herself where she was sold into slavery. Hosea went out and he bought her back. My, my, my. Bought her back. And this is what he said, Hosea chapter 2, verse 20. I will even betroth thee unto me in faithfulness, and thou shalt know the Lord. (laughs) Glory to God. God is looking. Amen. Who's not going to be be uh, uh, praising God one day and out flirting with the world the next day? Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. We cannot have God moving in our life and have His Spirit real in our life if we don't stay true to the Lord, if we don't stay true to His Word. Can I get an amen there? Hallelujah. We have got to be faithful if we're going to live pleasing unto God. Got to be faithful. Jesus had something to say about this in the book of Luke, chapter 16, verse 6. He that is faithful in that which is little, the same also in much. And he that is unjust in little, the same trust also in much. How can we trust in the Lord?
to be pleasing to the Lord. Be steadfast. Be patient. Be faithful. Hallelujah. These are not options. These are must that we've got to have. I want our musicians to come right now, and we're going to do a song. And there could be somebody else tonight, even on this Sunday night, that needs prayer, that needs some strength in one of these areas. And we want to give you an opportunity tonight. Because I believe everybody here, I believe everybody here wants to live pleasing to God. Hallelujah. I want to be pleasing to God. What about you? I want to be pleasing to God. And for me to be pleasing to God, i got to be steadfast. I can't be pushed around by every wind that blows. I've got, I've got to get some root. I've got to get down some root. <laughs> I said that. It brought back some rem- uh, back in the day when we had three small children, man, it was hard to get ready to go to church on Sunday morning. <laughs> you get one of them clean and dressed, start working on the next one. When you get through the number two, number ones, and get out and got dirty. <laughs> huh? Anybody else been there? So Sister Darlene and I, we got in the habit, get them cleaned up. Set them down, set them down on the couch there in the living room and say, sit there and grow roots. Hallelujah. <laughs> How many of those we and God's people, we got to grow some roots? Hallelujah. Sometimes we move around too much. If you move around too much, get to playing too much, you're going to be like those kids. You're going to get all dirty. You're going to get messed up. Hallelujah. Let's all stand together.